Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm so honored and excited to be sitting down with Megan Hoffner. So her and I met each other through um, our coach and we bonded right away over, we decided we're both aliens and um, our, all, all the spiritual stuff, all of the interesting um, things that people are like, that's very woo-woo. We're like, oh, yes, you're my person. Um, but she's an amazing yoga teacher and she hosts retreats and really provides the space for women to come and get connected with themselves, women and men. And just, um, I wanted to have her on here so that she could share a little bit more about that. So thank you so much, Megan, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. And I feel as though we were drawn together um, and, you know, the universe has that way of just drawing people together. Um, I kind of put it out there that I was trying to find my little alien um, people, my little alien tribe, and then they are just slowly forming this little connection around me. So I'm excited to um, find you and I'm excited to talk with you today a little bit about what I do. She like, it's so she shares that she's like, oh, I put it out there. And literally like right away, like within two seconds, we're like, hi, we're friends. <laughs> I like you, you like me. Okay. We kind of, we did uh, like the virtual, like pass a note, like, hey, do you want to be friends? Circle yes or no. Um, but she, so she is hosting this amazing retreat coming up. I would love for you to tell all of our listeners a little bit more about kind of how you ended up hosting retreats. Um, because I know your journey, it's not like you show up and you're like, you know what I want to do? I want to have a retreat. Like, that's a lot of fucking work. Um, so maybe give us a little bit of your backstory and your history as to like what brought you into that realm. Yeah, absolutely. It is a lot, a lot of work and preparation. And yeah, you don't just wake up one day and be like, I'm going to host an international yoga retreat and it's going to be super easy and amazing and beautiful, um, which it always ends up being that way. But you know, life as usual has um, its own avenue of delivering that beautiful message and, <laughs> and retreat. Um, but I started, I started my yoga journey in 2013 and 14. And my training was in the States and it was broke up over um, like a month to month module. And when I decided to do my advanced teacher training, I knew that I wanted it to be immersive and I wanted to be somewhere that um, provided like a really safe and held space uh, for healing. And I thought to myself, oh, Bali seems like a nice place. Let's go to Bali. So then, you know, you search all the yoga teacher trainings in Bali, which is like 2,700 million. And then it is the place you have to go. <laughs> and then you have to go basically for your price point because they would start at like $15,000. Like, no, I'm not that rich yet. Um, it's coming. Uh, 
and so then you know I found like some of my price point and then I found the one that really spoke to me um I was in a master's of science program and their curriculum was really heavily based in science and neuroscience and they had a panel of of instructors it wasn't just one solo instructor and so basically all of the things that I was looking for uh were provided for me and and um and so I just paid in full and was like, I'm going, whatever, forget about it. And uh, so in the process of, of booking that, I decided, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start hosting retreats. Because um, my first time in a retreat setting was when I went to Italy and danced with a dance company from Atlanta, because that's my background is in dance. And... Uh, and so a lot happens when you leave a country, you're out of your comfort zone, you're with a group of people that you don't necessarily know, um, and you're really immersed within the culture. Uh, and so I thought, well, you know, um, when I practice yoga outside of the United States, it's totally different. And when I come home, I'm like, how can I offer that type of experience to my clients here? And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to take them out of the country and I'm going to take them and hold this space for them to experience the amazingness of being in nature, being in a new culture, being somewhere where, you know, you're a little bit uncomfortable and being somewhere where you can really tune into your environment, tune into nature and tap out of the, the hustle and bustle of your life that we have just come into this very disconnected state of being and I can say firsthand that that causes a lot of suffering because we feel so separate from from um our spiritual self whatever you think that is and then you know our we we cling to this physical self but then when we feel that spiritual self in yoga and shavasana you know everyone Mm. Not everyone, but a lot of people. No, say, oh, every, I, if you don't like Shavasana, you get out of yoga class. That is, the, yeah, like, that is what I'm we like, all wait for. <laughs> I'm like, if you're doing a plank in Shavasana, I'm just not even going to let you in my class the next time. You are not my um, person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those, those type A power yogis that are like, oh my gosh, I cried during Shavasana. That is their taste of of essence of bliss of spirituality and that that deepens so much when you pull yourself totally out of your environment Mm. totally out of your repetitive habitual don't even think about it pattern of life and you have to stop and you really have to face yourself on your mat and um it gets really uncomfortable but when you're in a beautiful location eating really healthy delicious food and, you know, I'm creating this space, this really safe container, it helps to ease the process of opening. The, the opening that is able to happen on a retreat is just exponential to the amount of opening that is available in just a studio class or even like a weekend retreat in a studio or in your hometown, you know, et cetera. Um, so that was my really impetus is to give these people this opportunity to leave and taste that ethereal bliss, that just nirvana 
for a whole week straight, you know, like you. Mind you folks, she's also sitting in Tulum right now. Like, <laughs> she, she very much lives what she, she speaks as far as stepping out of your day-to-day comfort zone, because that's not where the evolution and the change happens. I think not only physically, but also like spiritually, if you're really looking to evolve, you really do have to create some separation between what was and how you were being and what you're trying to become. Yeah, it's um, it's not easy to stop and self-reflect uh, in our culture, in our society. It's just so much easier to point the finger of blame, and that is definitely something that I think is more common than stopping and considering, okay, how, how, how am I allowing this to happen to me, or how am I accepting this? into my into my aura into my emotional or physical space and you know how am i willing to respond to it and the more uncomfortable you become the more you have to figure out how you're going to get comfortable again right you know and and that is that is the evolution of life is everything changes. The only thing constant is change. And once I realized that, you know, through my yoga um, training, it's something they speak, speak about in all of the yoga sutras and all of the yoga philosophy, um, just how evolution is literally the only thing that you can count on being a constant. And so the more and more I find that I push myself to be uncomfortable and to face the things that I know are going to trigger me or, um, you know, maybe not feel so great. I develop amazing coping skills so that when I experience the real low lows or when I experience that really high anxiety or, you know, I just get myself in this situation I have the tools necessary to just really take a step back and look at myself and say, okay, Megan, what are you going to do now? Oh, okay. Well, let's try this, this, and this. All right, cool. Like, what's most uncomfortable? Bad. Let's do that. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Liter- literally, I just, like, I always travel alone. I, um, and like today I'm just like wandering around Tulum and thinking that our call is in three hours. And for some reason the universe was like, oh, you need to sit down and have a kombucha. And I'm like, Guinness, Wi-Fi. And so then I get on the Wi-Fi and you're in my, you're in my messaging, like, oh, I'm running five minutes late. I'm like, oh, good, because it's not for three hours. And you're like, no, it's right. <laughs> See, but this is how, like, honestly, when you become so much more in tune with, like, like not just, like, I hate to say, um, like, your spiritual self and stuff like that, but those synchronicities of, like, you being at a coffee shop and having Wi-Fi in the middle of Mexico is very unlikely. And literally a messenger, like I'm finishing up another call. I'm like, Hey, I'm just running a few minutes behind. Like, I'm like, so sorry. But like, you don't realize that until you become quiet enough and have explored enough of yourself to really listen to those like inner knowings, you don't like people are like, they just don't listen. I realize like in my experience, like, how you're saying that you really have to like explore all parts of yourself and kind of peel away a lot of those layers and become really self-observant of why you do the things that you do, 
why do you have these habits and why do you need to you know the retreat is so helpful to separate yourself from your habits so you can assess like what part of it is serving you because even if it's not something that you love it's serving you somehow um and so like creating that space like that like that was so such a catalyst for me and my transformation of just constantly like why do I do the things that I do and you do end up having to create some distance between what's comfortable in order to see like what your personal responsibility and experience is in that situation and I think you do such just a great job of explaining even just now like okay I in order to do this like I have to be able to get uncomfortable myself like the person that's crying is Shavasana that is like the you know die hard power yoga they're probably running right before they come into the class and they're like dripping sweat yeah they're crying at the end they're they're crying because they can't help it but they almost all of them tell me like they're kind of embarrassed like they feel the need to wipe their tears they feel the need to like cover up that they're expressing emotion like why do you feel like you need to cover that up why do you feel like that like that's something like even looking at those small things that you're like you start to peel those back and you're like, wow, I'm living a life that doesn't align with what I can tell you. Like I need to incorporate more, you know, walks or I need to incorporate more movement or more like fresh foods. And the retreat provides you that opportunity to kind of set you up on that path, I think for sure. So I just oh, love, love. It, 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 it is. And, you know, when we're sitting here talking about, oh, peel the layers back and you like uncover your true essence it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary to sit here and think. <laughs> yeah. It's scary to sit here and think, Oh my God, do I not know who I am? Yeah. And that was, that was me walking down the streets in Tulum today and remembering that two years ago I was sitting at a yoga teacher training that I was assisting in El Salvador and she asked us to write down what we did for fun. And I just, I, You're like, I, don't. I, I I wrote, do I even know who I am? And that was just so mind blowing to me because at that point, you know, I had just come to the point of really working with energy. Um, I had done a few breathwork sessions and then really dived into sound healing and sound ceremony, um, sound energy work. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not a pretty process like change, you know, it's, it's like a demolition. It really is. When we, like when we say peeling back the layers, I don't mean like, I'm just putting a fresh coat of paint. I mean, I'm ripping the stucco off the fucking walls and exposing the foundation. I mean, like I got rats. Okay. I'm infested. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not always pretty what you see. Some things are very beautiful and some things are very much a, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I did not even realize I was allowing this kind of treatment from somebody else. It was so normal. Like, how am I degrading my value as a person? I'm allowing somebody else to do that. And I felt like it was okay. And that that was normal. Like, how did I do that? You're like, what? Like, and all of the things then that it was affecting, like, it's just really, really crazy when you start to dig a little bit deeper and really like, do that work you utilizing sound and all of those things is just it's can be and very it's, and it's um it's so amazing to see so many people wanting to start 
down that path and like looking to me because I'm very transparent. If you go on my Instagram or anything, I'm just like, dude, I was in the shower on Christmas Eve, crying my eyes out. My brother yelled at me for three hours about how like being an entrepreneur isn't easy and you need to toughen up. And I'm just like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know what happened to you. You used to be so strong. Now you're soft. And I'm like, well, you know, I've, I've no, pretty, my femininity, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, no, like I've, I've had some like pretty extreme traumas within the past three years. And, uh, and like he, you know, he, he chooses to just ignore it. Like he's, he said, and he came to a cacao ceremony that I co-hosted in a sound ceremony. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really into the feelings. I just choose to ignore them. And uh, like, I totally get it. I yeah. get it because you know, we're so used to stuffing them down and not acknowledging them, only wanting to feel the good feelings. And that is the essence of what my mission here is to realize that it's just an emotion. It's energy in motion in your body. And there is no positive or negative, you know, there is positive and negative, but all of them are neutral. Like it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's the up. way that you are conditioned to perceive it. Yes. And so when you have that objective view on yourself, you realize that you're not your emotion. You're not your fears. You're not your identity. You're not this, you're just in a flesh. You know, you're just these balls of energy that are just bouncing around in this little flesh suit that we have. And the more that you can just accept whatever comes and acknowledge it and give it the space and give it the love and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to hear you out. And right. then it'll move, it'll move out of you. It does. Yeah. You know, and that is what I, I, I always say to my sound um, clients is whatever happens to you. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen to you. Maybe nothing. Maybe you just start snoring. There's always one person that's snoring and I love it because they are the type A person that just needs to like get out of their sympathetic nervous system and just take a rest and like, good snore. I love it. <laughs> but I, t I tell them at the beginning, I'm like, you know, whatever comes up, you might feel some tingling or tightness in your body. You might feel maybe an uncomfortable sensation or emotion. Maybe you see colors or shapes or you see a I don't like, I hesitate to tell them what could happen because then when they wake up and they're like, oh, I didn't do anything. They're like, I failed. No, that's not it. You know, like I see people, I see people that are dead and people that are in transition and, um, and, uh, so I don't, I don't say that, but I'm like, yeah, you could see someone or something, you know, whatever. You just open and, up that uh, opportunity for them. To yeah, I say whatever whatever comes, just breathe into it. Just breathe into the sensation, allow it to come into your body, and then just like the sound vibrations, it will move out of you when it's ready, you know, when it is ready and when you are ready to release it. Right. So there, there is that. There is whatever is holding on to you and whatever you are holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't think a lot of people are so uncomfortable, honestly, to feel anything more than even if it's um, like they feel tension in their body, they feel 
um, like stress, they feel anxiety, they feel all those things, but they're so, that's their normal. It's like this, again, like this is why retreats are so valuable is because that is their normal. And so even to feel blissful and feel joy and feel release is so fucking uncomfortable for some people. They would rather feel the tension. They would rather feel the stress. So like yeah. for those people that are sleeping, for them to just not feel those things and allow themselves to like, that is progress. That is doing something. Like they're allowing themselves to slip out of their, you know, unconscious patterning and just relax. Like yeah. everything that you experience in like, your retreats and in your sound healing and stuff like that like your body is meant to feel it a certain way until it no longer serves it and then it lets it go and people don't comp comprehend that nothing can still be or you know sleeping or whatever can still be equally as valuable yeah and it's amazing at the beginning of a retreat to see everyone come in and you know they're i can see the tension held in their body and then slowly slowly day by day they start to relax and really drop in mm -hmm. and you can no you can see them noticing like the nature because how many you don't walk down the street and notice oh that plant's doing good today or yeah. oh wow is that a new tree unless you no. and i like talk to my plants and i'm like you need some water <laughs> you look like you're thirsty and i think the plants tells me yes my perception is it says Yes, I do. <laughs> and and being, you know, and I try not to pack my retreats full of back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back excursions so that we have time to, you know, do a, an hour meditation in the morning and and then we have a and then we have a two you know then we have a two-hour asana class and you're surrounded by jungle and then there's monkeys jumping and there's toucans flying and you know and then you go and you have this amazing vegan and vegetarian uh food and oh my god that's my favorite is the food because okay so while we're while we're here so this is such a good segue <laughs> so walk me through that a little bit of like how you like to structure your retreats things that you always include why you include them so that people understand um, we were talking before we hit record like people think it's like a vacation um it is as far as it's like a vacation from your real life um, right. But like, I would love for you to give a little bit more insight on what the more of an experience and less of a vacation. Yeah. So I always begin my retreats with an opening ceremony. And so that we can just all get together and a go around and introduce each other and, and have them share a little bit about themselves and what their intention is with the group. And it, it really helps to open the space and make sure everyone feels seen and heard and, and connected because it's very, you know, scary to come into a group where you maybe don't know anyone, not in the country. And, and um, I, I don't want to just sit up there and talk the whole time. It's not about me. It's about them. It's about their, it's about their experience. It's about their intention, about their presence, why they're here. And it'll, it, it helps me figure out really how I'm going to drive the rest of, of the experience. Um, and I'll, you know, go around uh, and open space, open ceremony. I normally do a smudge of the space and then I'll smudge the individuals and For those I'll always- For don't know, smudging is like uh, lighting 
like sage or palo santos and like cleansing the um, air and the energy of the space, getting rid of any negative um, energetic vibrations that it's holding. So, yeah. So just, I was like, yeah. like, I don't know if everybody knows what smudging means. <laughs> That's <know>. good. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't know what it is now, you can't remember it. I'm just kidding. I'll teach smudging. I'll teach anyone to burn it all. <laughs> and then um, I always, I always start off with an opening sound healing ceremony. And I, I set a personal intention that I don't share with the group. Um, just because I don't, I like to leave, I like to leave the ceremony open for their own interpretation. And um, I just really channel what it, whatever it is that's coming through to me. I, I never plan anything, which is kind of terrible. I mean, it's not terrible. It's just how I live my life. I just have always been in tune with, I don't know. Like even when I danced, I never planned anything. I just pressed play and did it. I mean, that's not true. I was a classical ballerina, so I trained. But in terms of like sequencing a yoga class or anything, yeah, maybe I have like a idea, but I just really tried to channel, and um, and you know, at the, at the end of the ceremony, I I always like to open up the space for reintegration because that's something that's super important for me, being so connected to the other dimensions and the spiritual world. It's very hard for me to come down back into this uh, earth plane and just you know, put my yoga pants back on or whatever. I mean, I wasn't naked, but I was like, you know, <laughs> put my jacket, you know, put my jacket on and get in my car and go home and just pretend like I didn't embody like my dead father because that happens to me a lot. Like, you know, like crazy stuff. So I always like to open up the space and be like, you know, if anybody wants to share anything, this is your time to be, be heard. This is a safe space. Nothing will be judged of you. If you don't want to talk, that's fine. I'm always here for you. Um, it's always interesting to hear their experience based on, um, you know, their intention and just based on my intentions as well. Mm. Uh, and I start every morning with a meditation practice and, um, I use a lot of Bija mantras and chanting when I go to retreats because it's really not something that I have accessed or started to incorporate in the states just because i feel like in my area it's not um it's not really common um so not only do i like to make them like push them out of their comfort zone in terms of traveling but i really like to push them out of their comfort zone and give them a real authentic experience and and taste of yoga of what yoga is it's it's not just you know a handstand in the middle of the room like I can't because I don't care about that um and uh <laughs> the little girl's trying to sell me something um but yeah <laughs> I like to give them yeah more I like to give them the things that I've received in retreats or in um, international trainings uh, or in just international classes. And um, it's so funny because, you know, the first day they're very closed off to it. And then by the end, they're all like, la, you know, like singing so loud. <laughs> yes, the first time I, I went to a, um, a Kundalini yoga class, I was like, 
wow, there's a lot of panting in here. And you just don't realize, especially in the state, that the vibration of sound is really underutilized, I think, in classes, like your own personal sound. And I think in general, yeah. um, I was, I'm watching this like training, it's on like energy healing and stuff like that, I like, signed up for something. I'm like, give me all the information, like, yes. And so they're talking about how um, you release as a person, like at some point, like somebody told you not to like laugh too loud or not to yeah. laugh in public. Or, oh, yeah. um, you know, don't curse weird, so much. Yeah. Don't, weird sounds or anything like that. Like that's weird. And, um, how your body naturally when it's releasing things does make sounds and does yeah. like, you know, heavy, that's why there's a heavy sigh of relief. That's where you, you know what I mean? Like your body is designed to do that. And we really underutilize that we create our own vibrations within our body and utilizing like chanting and singing and alming together that that yeah. can really literally change how your body internally is calibrated well it actually re um it restructures your dna mm -hmm. like it, it has the ability to to re rewire and 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 change the the structure of your dna and um it's incredible i mean the fact that it's all backed i'm a big science person so when anyone's like a naysayer or, or a skeptic, I'm like, well, let me pull up the neuroscience on this and blah, 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 you know, and it just, it really makes me, um, that much more of a proponent for the use of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is very gentle. Uh, it's not like you're doing a drug like ayahuasca or, right. or something, you know, where right. you're at the, you're at the will of the drug and it leaves your body. Um, it is a very, uh, it can be a very intense and deep experience, but it's very subtle and it's very, um, the sound works with your body. You know, it, it, um, it, it takes your brain into the theta wave state, which is the brain wave state between being awake and asleep. And that is the brain wave state where deep healing can occur. Um, so it's amazing. I just asked them to lay there and they, I call it an emotional massage because you can, you know, you go to the massage parlor to get a physical massage because your shoulders are hurt, your lower back is hurt. But how do you massage your heart? Like, how do you massage your soul? How do you massage like your brain that has just been so anxious and beaten down? And it's, I love it. I, I love it. Um, and that, you know, that's why, that's why I do extended retreats because when you have it back to back to back and you allow yourself to just drop deeper and deeper and deeper into that state of awareness and out of your heightened state of anxiety, it, the benefits and the revelations and I, I hate, I hate to word, use the word healing, but no, it the, is. <laughs> the change, the change, the transformation, that the happens. transformation. Yeah. Um, and even when I don't like see it, the responses that I get after afterwards, when I, you know, reach out to them or they reach out to me, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm, I'm thinking, wow, how did I, how, you know, like, all I did was like make you make some stuff. <laughs> 
I made them lay there, listen to some yeah. vocals, and here we are. I have, I have single-handedly helped you facilitate your healing. Like, and but that's the thing is like, you're not not to say you're not anything. You hold that's okay. So I love the conversation with you because it's so much such a testament to like your mission here on earth is to help people facilitate their own healing. Like you're just I cannot fix them. you. Yes, like we're holding the space for them. You're giving them the opportunity for them to do the work and support them in it. Like and that yeah. is such a blessing because most people want to keep you where it's comfortable for them, not what's best for you. And so to find somebody like you who hosts retreats and gives people this opportunity to transform um, areas of their life or their body that they've struggled with for probably years and years and years is just, again, such a testament to like what you're brought here to this earth to do. Yeah. And yeah, I can't, I can't fix anyone. And I can't make you want to fix your, or like, I can't make you want to confront, like hold a mirror up to yourself. But when you're ready, I will be there to hold space and love you and just walk next to you through it. Cause that's all, that's all you, that's all I can do for you is, is to be there and hold the space and, um, and just listen, just listen to you and just, and just be there as you fall apart because I have fallen completely apart and I just watch my foundation shatter and at that point I thought oh thank god yeah. you know and I've, wa I've watched these paradigms these body shame and self-image and perfectionism and I've watched these shells that have kept me hostage my my entire adult you know my entire life up until 29 I'm 32 Oh, we're the same. I, I've watched. <laughs> you know, I've watched. I've watched them fall apart, and um, and so that you know, it's just it's just awareness. It's just this is a part of me that's no longer serving me, and for me to be able to facilitate that experience for someone else is it just it is it is my mission here to let you know that whatever you're going through whatever you're going through or have gone through it it's it doesn't have to consume you you know and even if you decide that you want to be someone totally different I, that is amazing you know that's the hardest thing to wake up and realize i'm not really okay with the way i'm living my life how, 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 how the hell am i gonna you know come to terms with this and i think it's it's kind of in our society almost i don't know it's, I automatically want to go to the word shame, but I don't want to say shame, but like, you know, you, it's the joke of like, oh, is this your quarter life crisis? Is this your midlife crisis? Like what, at what, at one point we were told like, once you decide that this is what you want to do with your life, like you cannot change. Like once you are this certain way, like if you've always been a shy child, you have to be shy for the rest of your life. How dare you speak up? Like all of these things that these titles and labels that we put on ourselves that really box ourselves into creating like, this is who I am as a person. And then society only accepts you in that box. And so to go to a retreat allows you to like open the box, unpack it, see all of your, your parts and all of your beings and like honor and accept the ones that you're like, okay, these align with, 
these I do not. Okay, now now where can I learn from these and repack it in a way that fits my new box? Yeah, my friend says, fuck the box, I'm out. <laughs> Amen. Like, who, who likes boxes anyways? I'm more of like a circle person. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of like a mandala kind of, squ- right? squ- like straight, yeah. circly, squirrely line. That's my life. I'm like, I'm going to take the most complicated way there. Yeah, she said on the way to Tulum, was like, hey, do you want to go to Tulum with me? To fly? It was like two days from now. She was like, I, my kids, um, <laughs> and they can make their lunch, but I just feel like they need me like a little more advanced notice. That's funny. But yeah, outside of the yoga and meditation, I like to incorporate um, excursions that I almost always have a, a waterfall excursion. Yes. Um, I just love being in the jungle and I love exploring. Uh, I realized that um, my childhood was me just, I lived on a farm in the woods and I would just walk around and climb trees and, you know, jump in the ditches and jump in the river. And so that's what I do. Um, And and obviously, (laughs) yeah, not much has changed. Uh, and not, and, um, you know, I incorporate like plenty of downtime. Um, all of the retreat centers are beautiful. So they're the one in Costa Rica is just mind blowing. There's an infinity saltwater pool and you're just in the middle of the jungle and it's on a permaculture farm and we'll be doing a guided, uh, medicinal botanical garden tour. So Josh Wendell, he's one of the um, founders of the Envision Fest. He does the music aspect of it. He owns Selva, the retreat center. And he will take us on like an hour tour. And literally every single plant he has like brought in from like, Japan and China and all these crazy herbs and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you use this one for this. And then you crush this one up and you rub this. And if your belly hurts or you get stung by this or you step on this, you use this. I'm like, oh my God, how do you... But it's insane. Write all that Hold on. <laughs> yeah. But it's truly um, just coming into alignment that you can heal yourself with your breath and you can also heal yourself with nutrition and um, giving people just a deeper understanding and deeper awareness just how much control they have over their healing process mm. the more they slow down and, and listen. Yeah. Um, well, and it even yeah. like the way that you structure your retreats is also very much to get back in alignment with um, kind of your own innate healing abilities. So um, I think a lot of people feel very dependent on their circumstances, their upbringing, medication. Um, you know, you go to the doctor to get antibiotics, that's how you get better. And kind of dismissing the fact that our bodies are, A, the doctor's don't even know everything that happens in our bodies. Um, they will tell you, like, they know a lot. I mean, especially as research has gone on very, very much information, but there are still things that baffle them as to how our body works. And so it is the most complex computer and system you will ever find. And so to think that we did not um, get put here with the perfect um, antidotes to combat all of the things that we're experiencing same is not completely not true like even again like down to the herbs down to putting your your feet on the ground like the actual thing yeah like not the concrete pavement like getting your feet into some grass hugging a tree as like silly as that sounds but like 
sound healing like this is why when you know you hear the rain it feels soothing it's why the waves sound soothing you know birds chirping all of those things actually soothe a part of our souls and your your retreats are very very focused on not just again it's not just a yoga retreat where you go and you do yoga and you hang out at the beach like you're facilitating some really really deep transformations on a level that is yet to be really pinpointed by a ton of science yet is there they know it's there but they can't figure it out which i think is amazing the the um the lack of like the perception of what healing is and what really healing is on the most like basics of levels like getting back down to rest and you know the body eating whole foods like all the centers like that you typically have like a vegan meal plan for you the whole time you're eating high vibrational foods that are only assisting in your healing process i just think that's so i love the way you have it set up i think that's so amazing well it's funny because it's not funny i mean i i obviously thought really hard about this but the name of the retreat is called retune and <laughs> and that is that is what i'm i'm helping facilitate is a retuning of of you as an entire being not just your physical body i could care less you know about how many pounds or whatever it's not about it's not about your physical body you're so much more than your physical body you're not even your mind you're not your thoughts you are this ball of energy and the more you can come in alignment with the energy your feeling your your essence the more you can move through life just unscathed because you are so in tune you're so in alignment with who you are at the core and it, 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 it's just it's just it's just so amazing you know because because people are just they walk 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 and then they drop in and then they start walking slower and then they mm -hmm. start meandering and then they even almost trip and fall because they're walking so slow they lose their equilibrium and they don't have the momentum force walking forward and i'm like okay there they are <laughs> they finally slow down they're they're coming they're coming they're stopping they're listening they're retuning they're feeling the frequency of them of their soul they're not their ego their you know capital i i self right um and uh so I'm sure at this yeah. point, everybody's like, oh, I want to I wanna go with Megan on her retreat. Um, so her retreat is, the Retune retreat that she's speaking of um, is June 7th through the 13th. It is in Costa Rica. Um, she already spoke a little bit about the facility. Um, and there is eight spots remaining. So if you want to get there, you got to snag it quick. Um, you can sign up on her website so the embodied warrior.com um her instagram is also embodied warrior the embodied warrior the right? yeah the embodied warrior.com and at the embodied warrior on instagram yeah she posts like a ton of stuff and and honestly like if you're not like yes already like just go check out her like instagram you'll like fall in love yeah, you can actually have the link in my bio on my Instagram that'll take you right to the retreat page on my website. And I do have eight spots left. Um, and there is still an early bird discount until the 7th of March. And all the information is on the website. 
um, including detailed information about the retreat center, Selva Armonia, and it's on the Pacific, um, South Pacific coast line of Costa Rica. It's absolutely mind blowing. We were there last year and I just knew within the first day um, we were gonna be coming back again. And so I'm so excited to be returning and to get to share just my soul's purpose with the people that are ready to really take that deep dive and take that opportunity to facilitate an amazing uh, life affirming and you know transformational experience it is it's a lot to um to invest in yourself and all i can say is every time that i have gone on a retreat or gone on an international training or taken a trip I never I never regret it I think <laughs> oh I, I wish I wouldn't have spent that money on all my healing now that I feel so much better <laughs> no oh my gosh and you just come home and you're like oh, oh, oh you know like you just have this like breath of fresh air um and I love it and I love staying in contact with my uh, guests after the retreat and just just, you know, checking in with them, seeing how everything is going. And, um, and yeah, and then they had come along for the next retreat. I had three girls on, that were in Costa Rica with me in Hawaii this, uh, this January. And, yeah, they, you just get, you just, you're just like, yes, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing every year. I'm going, I'm going on this retreat because it's amazing. It's, it's life-changing. Well, and I know some people that that's what they do with, like, their friends and, like, I think it's a great way to connect too. So if, even if you, um, if you're like, you know what, I don't want to go solo. It's something that I think creates this as friends, you're already creating, you have this connection between the two of you already or the group of you. And to really, um, if all of you are like, you know what, we're kind of, we're kind of ready for it. I feel like you always kind of get this collective, like where there's always a collective shift relationship. It kind of always usually happens at one time and they're all a little bit different, but retreats like this are a really great way to even tune in with friends and stuff like that. So you can always bring a friend. Again, there's only eight spots. So if you have more than eight friends, you got to pick your favorites. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but really. Um, so there's, there's lots of opportunities to for, or a spouse even, like, you know, this is a really great way to connect deeper with your spouse or your partner. Um, but I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I want to go. I'm like literally looking at the dates. I'm like, okay, wait, I have this and I have that. Like I'm going through my head. Um, so if the uh, retune event or retreat is something that you would like, you can go ahead and check um, out her Instagram, The Embodied Warrior, or head over to her website, theembodiedwarrior.com. So you can get all signed up and all set up for all uh, thank you, Megan, so, so much for coming on here and speaking to all of, all of my people. And, um, I literally get like messages that are like, oh, I love like your guests. So I'm sure like you will be right up there with all of like, like, it's just, it's so cool. Cause I think when you have like a good connection, like you and I do and a good, again, it's like a friendship automatically, like the conversation just feels really good. So I hope you all enjoyed that and enjoyed just getting to spend some time with us and, and maybe think about um, taking yourself on a little retreat. So thank you so much, Megan, for, for everything. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and allowing me to become a little part of your little alien community. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like and, you're an alien too in this planet? Like you need to go to this retreat. Like Megan will. And I'm 
so glad that I stopped in here to sit down and get a kombucha and connected to Wi-Fi. And this is absolutely perfect because I literally have like 2% left on my battery and I'm wondering when it's going to cut off. You're like, guys, so, I got <laughs> Yeah, I would I would love to hold space for you this June in Costa Rica. So if this is speaking to you, um, please reach out to me. You can always DM me uh, or just head to my website and send me a message. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much. And if you guys enjoyed the episode or you have any really great takeaways, I know that I have like a little list of like little one-liners that I was like, oh, that's so good. So if there's anything that you really loved or you decide you want to go on the retreat, go ahead and take a screenshot that you, of the episode that you're listening to, tag The Embodied Warrior and at Shalene Carter, um, and let us know what your biggest takeaway was that way too, that we can provide more of that value for you. Share all that good stuff. So thank you so much, Megan, and uh, we'll talk soon. Here's everyone. Thanks, Shalene. Adios. Bye.